0: This week on Pennant Deep, we have quite possibly our biggest show yet. We finally got the man. Mark Stoops joins the show today. But before we get into all that, of course, we have always got to announce the person who will go into the drawing to win the signed ball by every guest from Pennant Deep this season. Of course, if you retweet the episode, you will be able to have a chance to enter the drawing to win one of the balls signed by all the guests this season. This week's winner is at Tabby Carter. Congratulations, you have entered the contest. Now, we were fortunate enough to be able to go to the facility. Max Miles had a great interview with Stoops after Kentucky's biggest win at home in quite some time after they knock off the top 10 ranked Gators. It was a crazy weekend in Lexington. We talk about that, the great tailgate scene, how fun Saturday was, and a little bit of an LSU preview. We also have your favorite segments like Man of the Week is back, Mark Stoops shows us how... He makes his coffee, what his favorite coffee order is. As always, share, subscribe, tell a friend, be a friend. Kentucky Football, 5-0. and 0. Mark Stoops on the show. Let's get into it.
1: Go!
2: Every time, so others... hmm Love it. So, go every time so others oh, may. Every time. Get some.
0: Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Pennant Deep with Max Duffy and Miles Butler, presented by Kentucky Sports Radio. Welcome into a very special edition of Pennant Deep, coming in a day late, and we'll get back to, to that shortly. But of course, I am Brent Wayne Scott, in here on top of KS Bar and Grill with Miles Butler. Max Duffy, and it's been an incredible week in Lexington. Before yep. we get into all of that, it was a great great day in Lexington, a great atmosphere in Lexington, yep. great community in Lexington. So with that, we would like to start partnering with some businesses around here. Um, we really kind of wanted to make this a push after we found, um, the, we saw the numbers for our Saturday listeners for that quick of a turnaround. We didn't really post much about it, and for everyone to pitch in and listen like that was huge. Um, and we just felt like it would be a great opportunity to partner with some of the businesses around here. And if you would like to get in touch with Pin It Deep or uh, be a, a sponsor of the show, you can reach out at KSR Ads at kentuckysportsradio.com. Again, KSR Ads at kentuckysportsradio.com.
3: And it's a unique opportunity too to have your ad read out by an Australian, which probably is pretty uncommon around here in Kentucky. I would have thought, or read by Midget Miles.
0: I would vote
2: myself. I wouldn't give it to you. Half the state may not understand you. So, if you want your ad to be understood, me or Brent
3: well, can take it. If you want it to be not understood, Max can take it. Co- even Go companies ahead. in the great towns of like Henderson and Paducah, Bowling yeah. Green, those kind of smaller towns, we would love to do some well, stuff I mean, like that.
0: After being out at the bar a few times with you guys, I feel like Max would uh, maybe get some get the female audience into uh, some of the establishments. Just off accent alone, like they might not even know what he looks like, but it's the, I mean, it's the accent every time.
2: I like to think so. Yeah. I'm sure he has other ideas as to why some of the <laughs> girls find him so so good. Or but. any
0: establishments maybe
3: that want to shout out the women that work for them. Like? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> we of course are in here after a special, special day in Lexington, Kentucky beats the 10th ranked, at the time 10th ranked yep. Florida Gators, 20-13. It was a magical night in Lexington. The defense stood up, um, seven stops on the goal line to end the game, a crazy blocked kick and being a long-suffering Kentucky football fan, have seen that game go in the complete opposite direction, 100 times out of 100. But Kentucky finds a way. They get it done. They are a legit team. They are inside the top 25. They're ranked 16th in the country. They're 5-0, staring down a trip to the SEC championship against Georgia from two weeks. Obviously, they got to play LSU before that. But even if they lose that, they'll still be squared away. Um, but enough about looking ahead. Saturday was special. Max, Miles, I know you all were there actually as fans um, and it was just a great Saturday to be in Lexington. Awesome,
3: awesome week. Uh, historic moment, I guess, for the Kentucky football program. And, guess. Just, and just such a great moment to be a part of myself. Me and Miles are in the stands, uh, standing next to each other. We barely sat down because it was such electric atmosphere. And so happy for Coach Stoops, which we've got on later, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to get to Coach Stoops. <laughs> we and, do, big show. We do have Stoops his, on. His uh, his great interview. Um, but, no, awesome for him, I, th- I guess, besides... Florida in 2018 we've always looked to have Florida's measure until some crazy moment happens in the game and it just seemed like that finally reversed and we were ready to take our moment and obviously the the blocked field goal changes everything Uh, we finally get a big moment go for us which you just need those little bits of luck sometimes in the game now having said that it's not luck to obviously come up with a field goal block but just something out of the ordinary Mm. that kind of gets you guys gets us going and Loudest I've ever heard Kroger Field when that happened, Miles. Yep. Easily.
2: Seemed like the offense was doing its part of moving the ball, control the clock a little bit. Defense obviously had a huge night. Huge. Josh Pascal was um, probably Massive. top I mean, top performance I've seen yeah. in a long time yeah. out of yeah. a defensive player yeah.
3: here. Probably the best performance I've seen by someone walking the earth in about 2,021 years. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah.
2: Well, Give mean, or take.
0: You
3: know. There's been a few good people here. There's been a few in, good know. in between. There's been some bad ones too, but yeah, he's really a, bad. he's an absolute yeah, star. Yeah.
2: Special teams stood up big, like we said, the blocked field goal. And then the fourth phase Yeah. that we don't talk about enough, the crowd.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, eight eight false starts. How many false starts? Eight? Eight yeah. false starts. That's
2: got to be a record for Florida there in like was, recent years.
0: There was a crucial one in the, in the red zone when they were trying yep. to knock on the door. The fact that they had two back-to-back to go from like third and five to third and 15 was huge. Was huge. Um, and Florida was just rattled all night. You could just tell that. Um, and that's d- a testament to the BBN. And Kroger Field is absolutely like a hard place to play in the SEC. It, and I think it finally got its due on Saturday. So. When
3: I talked to Felipe Franks at the Senior Bowl um, for a brief moment, uh, he mentioned how – You and Felipe, w- bros? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, he, no, I'm not Not as if he's a bad guy. I, just, yeah. I talked to him for about five seconds. Yeah. Um, He mentioned the fact that he thought Kroger Field was one of the loudest places he'd played at and the atmosphere was crazy. I guess we always show up for Florida, that's why. He he probably hasn't seen it sometimes at its down moments. Um, But I think there's a genuine thing there where the crowds now, obviously we proved that on Saturday – turn out and get pumped up for these games. And, hey, if Kentucky football is big, we're, we're flying and we're, uh, we're bigger than the basketball team. I well,
2: think there's something to be said there, too, about when the defense is playing well. It's like if their offense is struggling, they can't really find the answers. And then on top of that, they keep getting penalties that yeah. any time they're getting close to a first down, it's like, oh, we shoot ourselves in the foot. You well, put those together and, then and it's, the it's really fans frustrating. St- elevate. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, exactly. the, that's yeah. the
3: problem. It, not the problem, the great thing for us, but for whenever we play away mm-hmm. – You can't afford to jump offside early because then the crowd goes, hey, we're in this. Like, this is our moment. Like, we can actually influence the game. And then they just keep going and going and going. And that's what happened on Saturday. They jumped once and the crowd's like, oh, this is cool because I'm actually involved in the game here. And then they just feed off it and keep getting louder and louder and louder.
0: And and one more quick thing, and we're going to talk a lot about the fans on the back end too, but this is the first time, again, been to so many games over my, my life, Um This is the the game where, for me, it was like, okay, Kentucky's a legit atmosphere thing. Like, it feels like the blue-white thing where we chant blue-white is – well, it worked with the shirts, but it feels like the blue-white chant's going to be a thing that continues because that seemed to work. And I watched the game over again and just – it came over well across TV. Um, But the fact that all the fans bought in, even the old head, you know – what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I have no clue. No, it's it's like when you're grumpy – What's, what's the word? When you're like an old grumpy person? What is that word? Grumpy is Grouchy? the word. Grouchy? Grouchy? No, there's a... Senile? Crumudgeonly. Crum- <laughs> <laughs> what? You doesn't is that even in the dictionary? Spell it. I've never heard of I've never of heard that. it, but it's like your old... it. It's like your old, <laughs> <Smell> it. <laughs> like old curmudgeon. Smell it. <laughs> smell it. Don't smell it. Spell it. Spell it. I don't know if it starts with a K or a C, so I'm not even going to try. I'm Unbelievable word. Sorry. He definitely...
3: Okay, that's one of those things where Brett... Brett... I always call yeah, You get, you I don't want to oh, hear sorry. anything about I've me got, saying for so months say and many years in my name brands right. in my life at the moment. Um. You've looked you've gone to the dictionary and just tried to pick a word and you're no. like, I'm gonna sneak that in the podcast today, and now you've just gone for it. You
0: guys have never heard the word curmudgeon, like dead serious. What Not dare a did
2: you lose? You lost a dare this weekend. Yeah. Who got
0: you? So hello to Brent Whoever, Wade Scott's yep. friend that asked him yeah. to say yeah. that Very word on funny. the podcast. You know, no, no, I'm dead serious. You guys have never heard the word curmudgeonly? No. no. Not in twenty five no, years, no. 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 Well, well Max, I Not know you would say the same
2: thing, but I oh you figured
0: out. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, what I was saying was everyone bought in, even the old Grumpy, curmudgeon Kentucky football fans who are usually like, ah, that's not going to work, or ah, Kentucky's going to find a way to screw this up. It felt like everyone bought in. And, and not going to lie, my dad has been a long-time Kentucky football fan where he's like, Kentucky's going to screw this up at some is it point. it No, my no. dad's dope. But also yeah. just seeing him finally buy in and be like, okay, Kentucky's going to get this done was pretty cool. It was awesome. It was actually, yeah, it's so cool just to have that, that big moment
3: at home is what the fans have been waiting for too. Like mm-hmm. we've had some really big road victories, bowl victories, but to have one at home – just gets the crowd so much more involved, obviously, um, but in terms of like support and making sure guys, uh, people keep coming to the games, we needed that big home victory, because for whatever reason, I guess the, the closeness of the team, we've been really good on the road, yep. um, and we haven't managed to get those really big ones um, at well, home, so that was huge. I
0: mean, when you think about over the Stoops era, what are the biggest home wins? You've got South Carolina in 2014, which is seven years ago already. You've got... Ten- Mississippi State. Mississippi State 2018.
2: King from McGinnis?
3: Mississippi State, South Carolina seemed like yeah. big at the time in 2018. Probably wasn't. Yeah. But they seemed big at the time. And then yeah. you've
0: got like Tennessee when Steven Johnson jumped yeah. over the guy. But yeah. even then that game was so cold, like really no one was there, kind of. Like it was just. I mean, people were there, but yeah. it wasn't like. Yeah. Like this is the first time Murray Kentucky. State. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. yeah. EKU. Yeah. EKU. When, when I played went, him, yep. we went into overtime. overtime. It was yeah. a huge big win. Big um, win. Speaking of
3: wins and big wins, there's no doubting the correlation between the fact that this podcast has started and UTSA's 5-0. Yep. UTSA? And I, UTSA's Not 5-0. Not just UTSA. There's several teams. There's a teams. couple of others um, that we wouldn't want to jinx them by calling them out on the show if you're 5-0. and um, but,
0: but, but I think we do deserve our flowers that these teams should definitely – Let's give them the recognition. They yeah.
2: are 5-0. and let's, let's recognize them.
0: Um, so the teams that are currently undefeated in college okay. football – uh Georgia. Yep. Michigan. Yep. Okay. BYU. Yep. Mm-hmm. UTSA. Yep. University of Texas San Antonio. Roadrunners. Road Road Runners. Roadrunners. Wake Forest. Only undefeated team left in the ACC, Wake yep. Forest, Demon Deacons.
2: Just as everyone predicted. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh the Oklahoma Sooners. Yep. Mm. Michigan State. Ooh. Wyoming. Alabama. Um South or I'm sorry. San Diego San Diego State. State. Yep. Oklahoma State. Yep. Iowa, shout out to the uh, – The Hawkeyes. Yep, yep. Uh, our friends up in Ohio, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Yep. Penn State. Yep. SMU. Yeah. And uh, the Chanticleers. Good. And so for
3: every team that we just called out, yep. you now Coast jinxed. And the one team we didn't, yes. you're fine. Keep rolling. It would yep. be a shame if yep. one of
0: them lost, or yep. if any of them lost,
2: Yeah. after
0: well, jinxing them. Yeah, like what, you know. Or they could
2: give us credit for giving them some good luck to I start think they the should. Year. The yeah. Arizona
3: Cardinals are also 4 and 0 And while we're recording this, maybe the Las Raiders? Vegas Raiders go 4-0. They haven't 0. lost so either yet. Nope. There, whenever you guys want to just give your thanks and shout out, Pinna deep, yep. by all means do it. I know we were given strong thanks. The football team thanked us largely for being 4-0, and so much so that they let us in the locker room on Saturday Night mm-hmm. Miles.
2: That was probably the best moment of the game for me and you <laughs> as well. Yeah. We snuck down. We I want to snuck. We stormed the field just like I think most everyone did. Yeah. Um, got near the locker room and were told no, we couldn't go in there. And before we knew it, someone grabbed us. We turned. Waka Flocka was next to me, and Coach Stoops was getting the, the troops rallied.
3: Yeah, it was Scraised. crazy. Stoops troops. Like Ooh. it was almost like that moment, like where we kind of stormed the field, had a hell, hell of a time. We're about to leave, and all of a sudden, it's like the security had found us or something. We weren't sure what we'd done wrong. Maybe we thought we were about to get kicked out of the stadium, but someone else was grabbing us by the back of the collar and just dragging us in, and it was awesome. So, to be a part of that locker room, Chris Oates was in there. Yep. I believe they gave him the game ball, It did, um, yep. and it was just awesome to hear. Obviously, be, I mean, we, me and Miles have been a part of it, but to be down there again after a big win, hear Coach Stoops... Speak to the players, um, see all the players, how elated they were and how happy they were, all the staff as well. Um, I think people underestimate how happy the staff get when, when we have big wins like that. It was just such a cool time to be a part of everything and, no and to be in the middle of it. And so, so what was the locker room like, though? Loud. Loud. <laughs> really just, loud. I
2: think, yeah, people have to understand the amount of work and effort that yeah. goes into, I mean, all For 12 season. times a game for yeah, the season.
3: And, and really three to four opportunities. I don't want to discredit some of the games but three or four opportunities to beat powerhouse programs. Great. Right. And year. the
2: margin of error is so small yeah. in those games.
3: And we've had so many that have gone out the wrong way that it's just, it's just such a big moment. And, yeah. like, we – you know, our track history suggests we may not get those kind of wins every year. So when we do, make the most of it, have a good time. I know the guys would have, you know, have celebrated fairly hard on Saturday night,
0: and then they get back to work and we go to LSU. Here's my question, though. You guys have been in some big wins. Penn State, uh, Florida in 2018 – what, how was that locker room environment compared to the ones when you all played? Still nothing compares with Coach Stoops punching the hole in the, in the <laughs> roof against Missouri. Missouri was good. That was
3: the best because it was just like, it wasn't so much elation of that weird one. It was just, just no so much that relief that we had managed to get to Georgia, I think undefeated, or like with one loss at that time. it's well,
0: because someone missed a kick at Texas A&M. Correct, correct.
3: <laughs> We had one loss, and we knew we were going to play. for. And we thought for so long in that game, like, oh, my, we've blown our chance at the East. And then it was just such an amazing play at the end. Everything happened so fast. We went back in there. The music got pumping. Stoops does his usual, like, somehow comes up with something that just gets the guys going, and he said, I'm jumping. I, I remember the speech was something like, Whatever, whatever, whatever. Great job. Let's, mo- let's get ready for next week. Um, by the way, when I finish this, be ready because I'm jumping onto you guys. <laughs> then he kept going. Then he kept going. Then he just jumped. Then, they then dropped we were like, the oh, my, Yeah, my <laughs> mom, was so good. Punched the whole butt. That's the best one I've been a part of. There's always great ones. I mean, all the bowl games are so great. But you spend so much time out in the field after bowl games that it kind of the, – the locker room's Good, but it's
0: like out on the field. I'd say that's also kind of bittersweet as well. It
2: is because the bowl game's the last time I think people realize it's the last time that group's usually going to be yeah. together. There may be a meeting or something yeah. after, but that yeah, guys going to NFL and stuff like even that. Even if
3: it's not you leaving, yep. it's your friends exactly. leaving. Exactly. So yeah. for me, obviously, like Miles and Tristan leaving after the Citrus Bowl was awesome, but it's just like, damn, this is the last game we're going to play together. Um, the next year we had like guys like Logan, uh, Mason Wolf was leaving, who was one of my housemates. And then obviously last year in the bowl game, it was like, Damn, like, the closer the game got to the end, it was close, and I wanted to win, and I was so happy that I'd won, and then it's like, oh, well, yeah. this is the last game I'm ever going to play now. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not like retiring from NFL or, like, the football that I played back home where you kind of hopefully get to choose the time when you want to go. It's just like, oh, your time's done, by the way. You can't play anymore. It's like, yeah. oh, that sucks.
2: Well, <laughs> the good thing with those bowls <laughs> – no, 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 I'll do it in light not. The good thing with the bowls, Stoops almost always would dance. Yeah. When it was? seems – I don't well, think. It, not
0: after I don't think. It, I, don't oh, yeah, I, mean, don't ha- I didn't have a loss. Hold that. on. I, I want to say I don't think he did a lot of dancing after Music City Bowl in twenty seventeen. But he, he would was come furious in with some
2: strutting. He'd have some turn that music on and get to dancing. I didn't see him dance Saturday night though. Did you? Uh,
3: he was just in a smile. No. Mode. Yeah. There was no. Da- uh, he wanted to get it going. He said that we're gonna we're gonna finish this speech. We're gonna get the music uh, going. And yeah. then uh, uh, maybe the audio wasn't working or something. A bit, little bit like this show sometimes <laughs> where we're trying to work it out. Um, well, I wonder
0: if he was intimidated because Waka Flocka was cause there because no Probably music
3: really so. got going. Which I like, normally doesn't. Like, I know.
0: And, then, and one more thing about the atmosphere in the post game before we move on. Um, obviously, you all play, played your <coughs> all's first field storm. How was that? And before we get into what your all's experience was, for those of you who don't know, um, Max and Miles sit on the opposite side of the field, like in the family section. I'm in the seats I've had for, for years. So we stormed the field. They're on one and I'm on the other. And so this picture is surfacing around <laughs> of uh, – Max Miles hugging Josh and the Pinat Deep shirts, by the way, which you all can hopefully get soon. Um, and it's just funny because on the on the caption, it's like Kentucky find a quarter of a a million dollars oh, yeah. for yeah. rushing the field, and it's just you're basically face. blaming Pinat
3: Deep, yeah, for the fact <laughs> that they ran on there. So appreciate that. Um, yeah, yeah, that is hilarious. Uh, well, how did
0: you How did you guys find the field storm? I found it to be very hot and sweaty.
3: Uh, it was so sweaty, yeah. like really, really, really sweaty, especially because like we were, we know so many of the players, so we're embracing so many of the players, and every time I was like, oh, this is going to be gross, but oh, we got to do it, um, but just for me, absolute ultimate jealousy, So okay. like so much jealousy of like, of I never, players? yeah, I yeah. never got that, I never got like... I know I would have been in the middle, like helmet up in the air, like trying to like, revel in all the glory, try and get someone to lift me up on some shoulders or something. Like, that's bit. what I would have done. But so jealous that they get to be a part of that because we were so close two years ago. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that was so disappointing. But well, I no. was
2: a little bit – when we were sitting in the stands and right before the end of the game we saw all the – Bright vest come down. Mm-hmm. Max and I were kind of like, eh, I don't know if old Barnhart's going to let him do it tonight. And then the floodgates no just stomach. wide open. Yeah, no, none. No. Yeah. Just strength in numbers, I guess.
0: Well, <laughs> one of the funniest <laughs> things I saw, too, was uh, you talked about having your helmet off and smashing everything. Can we talk about how – did you all see this, how Jock West Jones yeah. lost his yeah. helmet and everyone was taking yeah. pictures He's with fu- it?
3: His helmet got stolen they never got it back. So yep. They never got it back because they were talking about it today. I went down to the facility today. They never got it back. You
2: think if they found <laughs> Bo Allen's helmet, they'd go in like the Guinness Book of World Records?
3: Yeah, you can't find it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's like 15 helmets kind of meshed together into one. I
0: wonder if that's why they're not wearing blue helmets. They're like, well, we've lost Jock helmet. Just <laughs> <laughs> chrome helmets now. Yeah, they don't, don't, don't have chrome helmets. Helmet. Yep. Oh man, what a what a night! What a night, in what Lexington, a night. Uh, and hopefully, and Saturday is going to be just as big <laughs> against LSU. It's another Keeneland another sellout. Before Keeneland before Keeneland. is
2: going to be good. Into the game, God, I am excited.
0: Lexington is going to be a, a busy, busy week for the next well, honestly, month because you had Florida, you go, and if you beat LSU, you're, this place is going to be buzzing. Even though it's a road game, that <sighs> the next the next two weeks are what Kentucky fans dream of. Okay. No doubt,
3: and I know our coach definitely. Well, maybe he didn't celebrate that hard. Nope. Because um, he, I got a text from him uh, just confirming that he would come on the show on Sunday morning at 5 a.m. Just give me a thumbs up. So he got up nice and early and was preparing. Well, there's, no way, there's no way he was nope. just going to bed. No, he was, he no, just no, got no. up, gave he, him the thumbs up, and was ready to prepare. He,
2: didn't he tell us he had, I think, a breakfast with a recruit? Yep. So maybe it was like a very early He probably breakfast. went for
0: his morning jog. Yep. 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 Morning well, jog into yeah, the yeah, breakfast. Yeah, yeah he's, he's doing what he's got to do. Crossfit. Yeah, you go when you win your biggest home game in your tenure, and you go to bed at like what, you know, ten o'clock. Wake up at six. Just you have your man the coffee.
3: Like he, we see in a, in the interview coming up, especially a man that drinks about eight to ten coffees a day. Probably so much, so caffeinated up, he never really sleeps. Yeah. Well.
0: Well, I don't know. I'm, he might sleep <laughs> now and then. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I actually <laughs> just get to Coach Stoops? Yep, we are going to – so for those of you who don't know, we usually do the interview uh, before we do the first segment and everything. Um, we got pushed back to Tuesday because, you know, we're doing what we got to do. We got to make a way for Coach Stoops. So let's stop beating around the bush. Let's get to the guy, the man of the hour, Mark Stoops. Yep. Great. Right. Well, well, well. You nervous? You should
4: yeah. be. Oh, yeah i'm nervous you better be nervous <laughs> be careful by the way. these headsets i've
2: seen you toss a few so be careful with these these are nice equipment don't start with me already. all right <laughs> you too
4: we you guys if you it all on. right first of all i'm gonna ask the question <laughs> okay uh, I, I i want you guys to explain a little bit i've been hearing little bits and pieces what have you been talking some smack about me behind oh you know what i mean never smack just what, the what, truth just oh just the just truth oh, okay well that's, yeah. So it's flattering then? If you said true or not true to any of our stories, it'd always be true. Is is it flattering to me? Very flattering. Always
3: nice stuff. Okay, okay. Always nice stuff. All right, go go ahead. How happy are you at the moment with the team? Obviously everything's going pretty well. Um, Big win, biggest win probably at home, and maybe in your tenure. How happy are you at the moment?
4: Well, uh, obviously, very, very pleased. Um, you know, and I know it's not coach speak. Um, it's on to the next opportunity. You know, for us, um, so uh, we get to enjoy them for less than 24 hours. The players get to enjoy them until you walk in here on Monday meetings. And uh, you know, but for the coaches, we enjoy them Saturday night, and then it's back to work Sunday morning. We've had a really busy time. You know, for me when you we we've had some recruits on campus for official visits which is great but it also to me it's very time consuming because our our the, you're so busy anyway getting ready for the game you're stressed and then you have the game and then uh, you know afterwards it's recruiting and sunday it's recruiting i was recruiting breakfast yeah. monday morning yeah. so you know it's been a busy time along with wrapping up and then preparing for the next opponent
2: gotcha talk a little bit about the crowd saturday night we were at the game i think that's the loudest i've heard since I've been here. Um, obviously made an impact on their offense, I think, a little bit.
4: There, there's no question. Um, without a doubt, just one of the best atmospheres since I've been here. True home field advantage, as I've mentioned, thank you to the BBN, because they really, you know, had had a, a factor in the outcome of the game. Yep. You know, when you're – at one, one point in time we were, they were third and one. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to third and six and third and 11, and we get to stop. I mean, that's a big deal. And then you know, late in the game on, the, on that drive as well, the the pre snap penalty. I mean, that's huge, and obviously the fans had an effect on that.
3: Yeah, I mean, we can guarantee me and Miles were screaming our lungs out. Stop. Lucky we didn't have to do this a couple of days yeah. ago. We lost our voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, the defense, obviously, a big improvement recently. Kind of started off maybe a little bit shaky in the year, and it's it's really improved. Lost bully on Saturday night. Josh was still able to anchor it down and hold us up. How big is that being for us? Oh, uh, the defense has been exceptional the last
4: two weeks early in the year that we were just inconsistent, you know, doing some really good things at times, inconsistent at other times. Um, But that's what you have to see is our, as our coaches hold the players accountable and really show them the film. You see, when we do things right, uh, good things are happening. And people don't really understand that. They they think, you know, an individual, like certainly there's some individuals that can have an impact on a game. And we saw that with Josh this Mm -hmm. past week and others. But on defense, if you don't have all 11 guys doing exactly what they're supposed to do, you're going to get exposed against good teams. The last two weeks, not only are we playing exceptionally hard and executing the defense, but you're seeing everybody in the position they need to be
3: in. You talked in a press conference a couple weeks ago about uh, maybe having to give some advice to Coach Cohen about mm-hmm. how he speaks to the media. What would you say to him, and uh, how's that relationship going, and the offense is. No has been maybe a little bit stagnant the last couple of weeks. How's that looking to improve? No, the,
4: the relationship's great. I have all the confidence in the world in Liam, and uh, I, I'm teasing about that. I don't need to educate him on anything. He's been around. He knows, you know, but, uh, you know, I guess through the years you do, you know, sometimes you do. Uh, you, you know, when you tend to be, I try to be very authentic, but when you tend to be brutally honest, sometimes it will get piled up on you. That's Use why. it against you a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Not you though. Not you two, though. Not <laughs> not <exactly. laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: We talked Saturday night just how big of a program-changing win that was, and just kind of going back since you've been here, some of the bigger wins. Three of them, I think, at the Swamp Saturday night, and then when Austin hit the kick versus Mississippi State. Oh. Three of them had Mullen on the other sideline. Is there a little rivalry there? I know he's kind of an offensive guru. I didn't You're even the defensive look. Defensive guy. I, I
4: didn't even look at it that way. You know, no. I really didn't. Yep. I mean, I don't really rank them. You all can. Yeah. You guys are doing your thing now, and hopefully doing very well, and you know <laughs> becoming successful. But for me. Uh, I don't really have time to think about them like that I rank them or anything like that. I got you. The
3: offensive guru versus the defensive guru doesn't just have a little bit extra for you? <laughs> no, I mean, shoot, heck, we're fighting and clawing trying to win every game. You do, know, you, so. do you get a chance ever to talk to any of the other SEC coaches? Obviously, you'd probably have SEC media day, but outside of that, do you guys ever really communicate at all?
4: Yeah, I, I do. Uh, uh, you know, keep that between us. I mean, certainly there's been a lot of turnover, Yeah, you know, in the last – in general, there's been a lot of turnover since I've been here, of course. Yeah. But even in the last couple of years, uh, you know, with COVID, us missing some meetings, um, you know, when we get back in, 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 uh, in-person in meetings now, it's quite different mm-hmm. than even like three years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have quite a few friends and, and some guys that are no longer coaching, but I keep in touch with them very well because I came, became good friends with them. We were saying, because
2: there's a talk that Coach Saban, all of his former assistants have like a group message, of all the coaches that mm. were together, must champion some of them. Mm. You could have one within your own family. Do y'all of your brothers have a group message? Do you
4: all kind of talk no. back and forth about football. Nothing. No, no. <laughs> I can't stand group messages. I can't keep <laughs> up. I can't keep up with my phone. You know, yeah. I, I I really hate not getting back to people, mm-hmm. and uh, because I appreciate appreciate them taking the time just to reach out to me, and I'm grateful. But, like, right now, I'm really having a hard time. I hate I not getting mm-hmm. back to people, yeah. but I can't keep up with it. And there's nothing worse than a group message where people are just ding, ding, yeah, ding, yeah. ding. That, that yeah. no, nah, that's not... That honest. just gets the automatic yeah, swiped away. Yeah, that's... I don't... I really
3: just... <laughs> yeah. um, but who, who's the best coach amongst the, the brothers? Do you ever have a little bit of rivalry, maybe around Christmas time or something, and talk a well, bit of shit with each nah, other?
4: No, we, we, we talk a little smack, yeah. that's for sure. But
3: uh, But you know what?
4: Honestly... When you go through what we go through, everybody talks about that or whatever, but I mean, people don't realize how this business affects your life. Yep. I mean, it's, I mean, it it, it, it just, it's your life, you know what I mean? And so uh, when people talk like that, there's really no time, like we're the type of people where there's really no time for it. You know what I mean? Like we don't get to see each other that much when we do. You know, we really don't get into football unless we do that for a reason. If we say, hey, let's get together and talk football, then we'll do that. If we're t- together on vacation or family deal, then it's really about that, about the families, about the kids. And, you know, that's all lighthearted fun. We could joke about it, but to be honest with you, we're all sick of that shit. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's yeah. like we, the last thing we need to do is continue
3: to poke at each other. But yeah. plenty of people do that to us. <laughs> so, with with going on that, obviously um, there's kind of stories out there about you guys used to sit down at the kitchen table and your dad would run you through the off defensive stuff and make you sit down and watch game film. Is that true? And if it is, uh, how much of an influence did he have on your coaching career and the philosophy and all the way you go about coaching? Well,
4: part of it's true. The way you phrased it is not true. Okay. Okay, so um, we grew up um, – our defense philosophy, I mean, it may have just sunk into us, you know what I mean? But, but like my dad was a long time ago in, in, you know, the anniversary of his death is coming up in just a few days. And so, you know, the impact he had on all of us was, you know, monumental. I mean, mm-hmm. he had the most influence on all of us without question. But that's a true story. But we didn't think nothing of it. It mm-hmm. was just the way we grew up. I mean, every day in the fall we get home if this was our kitchen table this would be the 16 millimeter film, and and he would just use the refrigerator as his white, you know, as the backdrop, yeah, yeah. and that was a fact. I mean, he would just sit there and go on and write his notes and just watching watching film right there, I mean, every day, and we'd just sit there in the dark and eat our food, and whatever it was, yeah. you know, and... Uh, you have your own little notebook? No. <laughs> no. I'd just be getting up saying, Dad, I'm going to get the milk, you know, <laughs> you know, get the whatever, and be like, go right ahead, do what you got to do, you know, and... Uh, but he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't say much. He'd just sit there and do his work, and we would just sit there at the table, and we might have some conversation, we might not. And he just, you know, that's just, that, that was a fact. That was about every day when we grew up, just, just, uh, you know, him doing his work.
2: Cool. Going off that, I mean, talk about the impact that he had. Chris Oates' stuff going on, Coach Slarman's stuff going on. You said, you know, it's it's this is your life, everything going on at once. How did you balance that these past few years? I know that's had to take quite a toll on you, but just right in the ship and keeping it going in the right direction despite all that.
4: Yeah, I mean, really hard because, uh, you know, just the family, you know, it's so important. I've gone through my own, you know, yeah. situation family-wise and it's just hard, you know. Um, you feel like there's only so much of you mm-hmm. that could go around, yet you have a responsibility to a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. You guys know when you're here, you know, when you're here with me and the way you are, you try to, be there for everybody. I had to recruit, you know, our parent or our team actually tell me, you know, what your problem is, coach. And you know, I'm like, no, what? One of your problems is I'm like, well, I got a lot of them. <laughs> but, uh, but she said you're too accessible, and I said, well, that's a good thing. Yeah. In mm-hmm. fact, if my office, if I'm too accessible, then, but you do get spread thin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with Leanne and the family and the and the kids, still keep in touch. She texts me after the game, and you know, she sat in the suite not too long ago. She's still a huge part of this family and uh you know with Chris um you know you have a tendency to get wrapped up in everything that you get wrapped up in so we started to go funny early on mm-hmm. people did so well and then I heard about Kim not being able to in her truck you know breaking down getting Chris mm-hmm. to rehab and you know and and you know and so I got her down here you know we rented, we rented a truck got her down here and 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 then I'm like, wait a minute, let's get the BBN behind this again. And then we started a foundation, mm. and uh, the BBN came through once again. Mm. And thank you, because you know that 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 that's where I mean. But it takes all of us and supporting Chris, and so that's good. But then we also set you know set up a foundation, and I got some people involved, and and boom, within a week, we raised over a hundred thousand dollars to buy the, the truck and keep the GoFundMe where the fans donated. Kim to use that and Chris to use that for hopefully years to come for different things, but you know my friends and I stepped up and got the the, the new van done in a week, and that's what you know that's what this is all about and that's what that's what's you know, special.
3: I think that's definitely something that people just overlook and accept as that's your job in terms of like. You're managing 100 players, you're managing all the coaching staff, you're overseeing an SEC football program which is massive, and you've got all these other things going on in your personal life. Most people just get to go home from work, they'll sort that stuff out in all their spare time. You don't have spare time like that, you're always stretching thin, you're recruiting, keeping the guys here happy, keeping the staff happy. How are you able to manage all that, keep that Kind of, and without going insane, like without just wanting to crawl up into a ball and say, this is enough.
4: Yeah, you know, I think that's where the Youngstown in me comes out. You know, it's hard to define what Youngstown is and what it, you know, it's all about really in, but I think, you know, down deep, just like grit and resiliency is what it's all about. You know, in, in, you know, looking at different things and thinking about messaging to the team today you know, and, and to them, you know, it's like, you know, the, the, the old, you know, story about, like, overnight success. Well, how do you become an overnight success? Well, you, you wake up every day and you work your ass off your whole life. And our players have done that. You guys have done that. You know what I mean? And, like, okay, now we're in a good position. But it's like you got to capitalize on it and remember what got you to this position. You know, and that's, you know, for me... You know, there's just an, there's such a big obligation. You know, you talk about too much is given, much is expected. And there's a lot of people that expect a lot from me. Yep. And I mm-hmm. feel that obligation. I feel an obligation to produce and put out a good team on the field. I feel an obligation to every player here. You guys know that. Mm-hmm. You know me personally. Yeah. You know, in that, do I do a great job at it? I try, but I mean, I guarantee I miss. You know, but like I tell you, like I tell the other players, I can't read every person. There's 150 people in this building. Yeah. I can't read everybody's mind. Mm. But if there's things on their mind, things I could do better, I need to know and I want to talk to you about it and I want to try to sort through it. And that, it gets overwhelming. I think over nine years, I've become better at it, you know, but there's still not enough time in the day. You know, you still feel like it keeps you up at night, like I'm missing the boat on this or I'm missing that or, man, I need to reach out, you know, to this person or that person. And, you know, and those are the things that keep you up. Like, what am
3: I not doing, you know? Yeah, Um, going off that, how special, so there was a moment on the weekend, yourself, Wandale and Vince kind of embracing as the game was over. Mm -hmm. How much much of a chance do you get to kind of smell the roses and say, look, everything's tough all the time. It's day after day, grind after grind. But then you get to sit back and, hey, we just, I just achieved something that every coach would want to win an SEC game in front of my home crowd against Florida, who historically we haven't been able to do much. How, how much of a chance do you get to sit back sometimes and go, you know, this is all, all the hard stuff's been worth it because I'm achieving things I'd love, I'd love to achieve? And, you know, really never. Yeah. You know,
4: that that's not in the program. You know what I mean? That's not in the cards right now. You know, it's just not. It's always – you know, I have to get. What do I have to do? Well, I have to do media. I have to do my radio show. I have to go meet with recruits. I got to address the team.
3: Talk to our I, I, I got to <laughs>
4: talk to, you, I, talk to you, I got a lot to do. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, uh, I'm texting Chase. You know, Saturday night, man. What what time? What time am I on tomorrow morning? Like, what time do I got to go meet recruits? What time's recruiting breakfast? What do I got to do? You know what I mean? Give me my neck because that that's what I was thinking of my next schedule. Does
3: that's it? Next does, yeah. does it give you? <laughs> Does it kind of make you feel like it's all worth it, though, when moments like Saturday night happen? Definitely. Because, you know,
4: if you didn't want that, then don't do it. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't do this for a paycheck. You know what I mean? I do this for, um, you know, our players, our fan base, the community. You know what I mean? There's, it's way bigger than me. Mm-hmm. I tell you all that when, when you played for me, it's, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, right. No, I don't care who it is. It's, it's not about you. Well, the same thing. It's not about me. At all, it's about all of it. I'm the I'm the per, I'm the person in this position. I'm the person in this chair for now. Yep. That's not going to last forever. You know, I'm not going to be the head coach of Kentucky forever. That's fact. And so, you know, uh, I'm the person holding down the chair. I have no n- no desire to go leave that chair right now. But 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 eventually, somebody else will be there. So it's not about me, and um, you know, it's it's about everybody. I
2: think everybody knows, you know, if we talk to players, we've had a few on already. Any radio shows you hear about players, they always ask about you. And they all say that you're your players coach, you're all about the guys. How does that feel to have that
4: reputation among the guys? Just well, a unanimous feeling. Well, you know what's interesting about that now is now that's the invoked thing to be. Right. But I've been that for 35 it years. It wasn't always cool so, to be like that. It wasn't cool to be no. like that. It was the, the you know, you got to be this, that, that. Well, now all of a sudden, because of the transfer portal, you, you want to be – a, a player's coach, right, yeah. but I've never apologized for that my whole right, life. Yeah. That that doesn't mean I, I I I just feel like you you get way more out of people if they know you care about them and you're authentic. Mm-hmm. And then now I can pull the truth out of you because it's like a bank, man. I keep on, you know, if I invest in you, mm-hmm. there's going to be times where I got to pull that out. Right. And if they don't love you, if they don't believe you, and they know you're fake. You're not getting that. Yeah. So I've always had a great relationship. Started with really easy for me as a position coach because that's just my nature, and you're in there all the time with them. And you spend time, and then it became a defense, and then as a program, as an organization, that gets back to your question earlier that that you feel like, am do I have my arms around this whole thing, this whole beast? And I try, yeah, but that's a big thing to put your whole your arms around. Make sure I have a relationship with everybody. Yeah and that people can trust me, like I'm, a, I'm in a blind spot here. What about this? What about that? And I have to listen to them. But that takes a long time, and, and you have to have
3: great people. And I think I think the main thing, and me and Miles can attest to this, and I'm sure you feel great about this, is so many guys on camera would say nice things about their coach, and then in the background they're saying o- opposite. I can guarantee you the stuff that we say on camera is the stuff we're saying behind too, which is yep. awesome, obviously. But what well, my question would be, you're dealing with 18 to 22-year-olds and you're kind of... I always say this when I talk to guys on the other teams. There's not a whole lot of rules here. We right. don't. There's not a whole lot of, like, discipline and, like, no. it, we're kind of left to our own devices. How good we want to be, we're able to be. We've got all the facilities, everything like right. that. How hard is it sometimes to be, like man, I'd love to put my foot down here. and But we kinda, the guys seem to learn better with the fact that they're free to do what they want. Yeah, you
4: have to do what's right.
3: I mean, our rules are you
4: do what's right. If yeah. you handle yourself and do what's right, then you're not gonna have a lot of rules. You have a ton of rules, well then you better enforce them or else then you're gonna look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like You know and I know that doesn't mean we hold, you have to hold people accountable you know, and do the right things. But if you've got 10,000 rules, well, you're checking off those boxes. You know, that, that, that's not right. It's kind of like religion to me. Like, you know, check off a box. I went to church, I did this. You know what I mean? So does that make me perfect? Because I went to church? No, your relationship with yeah. Christ. You know what I mean? And like, you know, what is your relationship? It's the same way in here. It's like, what is our relationship to each other? You know, what what is our obligation to each other? Yeah. And that's where we're hitting it here. And I believe our players, our organization, we care about each other. You turn on the film and you see how hard those guys play. They're they're not playing for me. They're playing for each other.
3: Yeah. When you play that hard, and you know, the, you're playing for the whole group. Um, I guess last one before we maybe get to some stuff that you might enjoy a little bit more. <laughs> um, how how big? So obviously you've set up the program and you've facilitated it all. But how big has it been to have some of the players that have come in? Drake, Landon, Courtney Love, just for a couple of examples. There's so many. That firstly is that part of the way that you recruit to choose people like that because i think we don't have any egos on the team we've never had any guys that kind of fall out of line it's always been guys that just come in do their work get it done set the example and they've been able to like you said we're we're a player-led team yeah um how important is that in recruiting and then how important has that been to be able to back you up in building the program it's huge because it's everything we just
4: talked about it's not about you it's not about me It's about the organization. You're gonna play harder for everybody. When it means something, when you have to answer to everybody, when it comes, we touched on discipline, when we touched on rules, we touched on all that. Well, you have to answer to everybody. You know, and that's where it's bigger than me. You know, you you wanna come in. Very few times do I gotta bring guys in my office and just all of a sudden have them come to Jesus meeting. You know what I mean? Because why? It's handled before it gets to me. And that's where you know you know you got good things in place. We're not perfect, but but I mean, it's it's about everybody and answering to everybody. No coffee today? Oh yeah. Um,
3: what's
4: what's the everyone? See, I got a new machine right around this corner Do you? here. Oh yeah, Starbucks. So I, don't, I don't have to. It's basically like it's like Starbucks, but I, I always start with my Starbucks. But now I got I got this machine over here. It's it's pretty good. We talk a lot about the coffee on the yeah. show.
3: Yeah. We love it. Firstly, yeah. what is your coffee order? And secondly. You like to kind of swirl it yourself. Do you not heard of a spoon? Do you want to, should we take this uh,
4: program on the road at just five feet away here and I can show you how I make my new machine? Yes, can we do um, that? And yes. that, that? Okay, so my, my coffee is a grande non-fat latte. Okay, you okay. Usually a triple, okay. triple grande non-fat latte. All right, okay. But I've kind of learned to uh, make one here. Let Ask Abby if she could get us some milk. And okay. My, hold, hold, on, hold on a minute, hold on. <laughs> We just
3: got him thinking I mean, about coffee, and now he just i going. A little bit of milk from
0: downstairs. All, right, yeah. All right,
3: well, we got to wait until we get some milk. That's oh, you want to keep going then? We, we'll, yeah. we just added it in, Frank. Yeah. We'll keep
4: going, or we could. Uh, I could get started when I get the milk, but I got a whole machine here. So, wow. I mean, my my kids uh, sent it to me for, for Father's Day, so oh, there you that, go. Was a, that was that was an awesome gift.
2: It's a convenient gift because we've heard a story that you nearly got.
4: Right, there's see, Miles. there's my hey, there Stephen Johnson. Let me let me tell. Stevie, you, you're on you're on a podcast right now with Miles and Max. You know these clowns. Have you been listening to that? <laughs> Have you been listening? Yeah. So it's good. Let me let me finish up with these guys. I'll call you back. I hear you may be coming right, in this sir. week, right? Yes, sir. Good. Look forward to seeing you, buddy. I'll call you back. All right. Bye. All right. There's
2: a story. It may be a tale, or it may be true. Not a tale. That you nearly got ran over in the Starbucks parking lot. It's good that the machine's here now to keep you away from any danger and he was the driver. I wanna hear your side of that story.
4: Well, he wasn't paying attention. I oh. think he was looking at his uh, phone, oh, texting, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Probably you know? one of those annoying oh, group messages. Oh, 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 Yeah, or all his girlfriends, you oh. know, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's looking down, and I'm just going to get my Starbucks, and he tries to run me over, yeah.
3: Uh, I don't know how true that is, but that that's fine. I think you were yeah. very infatuated with your coffee at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Obviously, NIL stuff's come around, Mm -hmm. um, and you'd be a great one for Starbucks. But just in general, I I feel like me and Miles have noticed while you've been here, just so natural in front of the camera with your acting, dancing, Mm -hmm. obviously, after games, those Mm -hmm. kind of things. Was that just something you were born with, or what is that? You've got the mic drop. You've got the Coke Zero ad out mm -hmm. now.
4: Well, I mean, you know... The dancing was a work in progress I yep. mean you know the, the older I get the stiffer I get so I mean that they Marquand was going to teach me some new stuff uh-huh. yeah they're trying to educate me a little bit Abby thought, said that sometimes I mean, she
3: hears the music coming from your office and you're kind of doing a bit of choreographing yeah. yourself I mean just ask Walker <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Marty and McGee
2: yeah yeah you went on there we watched your interview with them uh-huh. We've got several questions from that. First, they asked uh-huh. you what your song at the wedding would be to get you dancing, oh, well, and they shoot. had to bleep all of it out. They
3: never came up with the 25 song. 25 Profanity said what in was the song? I, what I was it? I have no idea.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you who has a good playlist, Coach Morrow. You okay. know what I mean? And he goes uh, he goes to all extremes. I, I got to give him credit, but I don't know the names. Like, I don't pay attention, man. You just hear it and you get I out. just hear it. I'm like, I like that. That's yeah, a good yeah, one. that's you know,
3: good. Alright, the coffee's here. Let's, oh, let's, let's, let's do it. it. All right. we're, on yeah, yeah. we're on the move. We're on the move. We want to say this firsthand.
0: So this is the portion of the interview when Coach Stoops takes us back and shows us his little coffee maker that he has conveniently right in the meeting room where they discuss all their game plans, everything like that. If you would like to see that, how fun of an experience that was, head over to at PennantDeepKSR. We will tweet out the link to the video. Give it a watch. Great stuff. Now, let's get back to the interview. He's got his coffee
3: now, so he's yeah. happy. So good. we cheered yeah. him up a little bit. He was in a bad mood before. He there, be, there we there go. He'll go. swell. There you go.
2: I'm not um, letting him off easy on the Marty McGee, though, because we've got the one last one.
3: Oh, let's um, let's, uh, let's chuck that in here. Let's just chuck that in here. Yeah, okay. We'll get back to that. yep Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. All right. So this could be... I've always wondered this. This is kind of something that's always intrigued me. So a basketball coach... Uh loves their basketball, always knows everything about basketball, every intricate detail kind of coaches it. our swimming coach does all knows everything about swimming. Uh soccer coach, same thing. Like they're expert on soccer, they know everything. But you're a head coach. But you wanna uh, talk about the expertise they have in kick, in the oh, kicking oh, game oh,
4: that, oh, that I, you know, I, I, I was gonna say you're you're a head coach, so what do yeah. you specialise in? Well, of course defense. I mean what going on? I mean, I'm not going to, because it says HBC yeah. next to me, headball coach, you know, doesn't mean, <laughs> does not mean I'm an expert in everything. Like I go tell you, hey, plant the foot here, plant, I mean, you know, heck, come on, let's be honest. You have your own professional, like a lot of kickers, like use people even outside of the building. Yeah. And, you know, you grow up, you know, being taught by people and learning what you, you learn just because I'm a head coach does not make, I love how head coaches become head coach and all of a sudden they're an expert in everything. Well, that's my, that's my expertise is defense. Yeah. So even okay. when I'm not out there on the field, every bit of film, every bit of the structure, every bit of it. Like, I am so lucky to have Brad White, you know, uh, John Summerall, Frank Bufano, yeah. yeah. you know, Chris. I mean, those guys do a great job. And this, this sport is so damn big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so many nuances. I mean, literally, people don't realize. Like, when I was a DB coach, man, I loved it. But I broke that. Crap, I was gonna say yes, where <laughs> this could go. I broke that stuff down to a science. I'm talking about lean, step, hand placement. You know, I mean, just loved it. And then you get removed from it a little bit because you're coordinator, there, yeah. defense coordinator. yeah. And you get a little more removed about what you love mm-hmm. digging into the like, I mean, specific science, mm-hmm. kind of like a golf coach. Yep. Which in turn I relate to you guys, right? You know We're what gonna, I mean, yeah, and yep. so <laughs> but that's that's what I was. I love that, and then you become a coordinator, get a little more removed from that, and you become a head coach, and you get a little more removed from everything, and that that sucks, yeah. You know, I love that, and but I also love being a head coach, you know, and so it's really hard. And you want to talk about getting spread, yeah, doing all the things we just talked about, and going and have to be a defense coordinator. Now, I still love watching the film, but that. It bothers me because I get pulled in a million directions. I just ran all morning, and I promised you guys to try to help you guys out, <laughs> help you build your brand. You know what I mean? But I mean, this is time right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got to get in there, and I love watching the film. Yeah, but you get pulled a million different directions.
3: Yeah, and that, and that's great. You brought that up because I know you're always hands off with us. You never really get too involved with anything that we're trying to do. I remember one South Carolina game in particular where you definitely kept out of the punt huddle and. Well, you didn't actually. You came screaming out, Max. You grabbed me and you were throwing your arms around, in red and in face, and said, "Hoop it! Put it up! Put it put up it in up. the air! Uh, up as high as you can!" Up. Little did you know, we'd planned a punt that was like the lowest punt we have yeah. in the game. I came off. You gave me a high five. You said, "Well done." I think you've, uh, <laughs> I think you've got a little story yeah. toe. <laughs> Eku mm-hmm. Austin was injured. Yeah, I'm out there warming
2: up, mm-hmm. tight as could be, in yeah. a certain area of the body. Yeah, uh, you come walking up, angry. Mm Mm-hmm. And you said, listen here, pencil. you You <laughs> guys exactly. said listen here pencil you better not miss a kick tonight and then you laughed and said <laughs> yeah. you'll be fine yeah exactly i that, felt much better after okay.
4: the laugh at the end i didn't feel good at the beginning okay we
3: and, always enjoy we always enjoy your advice <laughs> <laughs> any yeah. tips we'll are great. always yeah. always get the golf club kick out the damn ball through the goalpost. <laughs> yeah that's right um the other thing we love about you your, your mannerisms mm-hmm. love all the sayings obviously your favorite one's normally true or not true yeah True. 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 So we've got some true or not trues for oh, you. Okay, so you okay, can either yes. answer All true right. or not true oh, okay. or you can explain it. I got to get back to work. Right, <laughs> First question true or not true? True. Always true. Yeah. All right. Second, you can't beat anyone until you stop beating yourself. True. Florida had
2: a
4: little trouble with that, didn't they? Yeah. Do you hear that? You got to say that slowly. You can't beat anybody well, until you stop beating yourself. yourself. Yeah. Football 101. 101. Reap what you sow. True. Boys do what they want to do. Men do what they have to do. True. Can't just pull the covers up in the morning, can you? You can't, man. Hey, listen. It gets back to earlier. What do you? How do you do it? You know what do you do? Yep. You know, it's like you can't be defeated. You know, we I used that word a couple of wor- weeks ago. ago defeatism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you don't get the result you want, you don't play. And we won. But it's like you either stay defeated, mm-hmm. or you you respond.
3: Do the little things so the big things aren't so big. That's right. Do do the little things. That's right or
4: that's true. That's false. That's false. Do do the little things and big things will happen. Mm -hmm. You can say it a lot of different ways. Okay. But if you if you take care of the little things, Uh little thing, little thing, little thing, little thing, big things are gonna happen.
3: We love all the sayings and we normally understand all of them. Mm -hmm. One that I'm just gonna give you a little inside information that none of the players have any clue what it means, but you say it all the time. Which Which one? Stay in the red room. Where's the red room? What room is it? Why is it red? It's not is red. It, <laughs> is it's it... not red, you knucklehead.
4: It's gray. Gray room. That's boxing. That
3: boxing. Well, okay. So the boys have yeah. said that your favorite one's red room. So no, have he... you been messing that up? Or, you're, you... that up or you're, been... you're
4: thinking of that movie, Red Room, Red Room. Remember that? That what was that old movie. You guys are too young. Red, old room. red, yeah, red no, room. Yeah, I don't Remember yeah. that? I the, shining. the Shining. The Shining. The Shining. You guys don't know. You're not paying attention. Where's the gray room then? That's in boxing, man. You got to like. You know, there comes a time. It's just talking about that same fight, just a different analogy. What we were just talking about, okay? Like in a box, the the boxers, you're gonna like get hit. You get hit, you get hit, you get hit. Okay. And and there's gonna time where you either you fight back to survive, or you fight back to win. Oh. Well, you might want to clear that up with them because
3: they've got no idea. No. So clarify
4: that in the team meeting. Chad Pennington. Uh, Chad Pennington came yeah. in, he he probably delivers it a lot better than me. But Chad came and talked to the team and gave a great speech, and that was one I I borrowed from him. Mm. Chad kind of talked about that and he did it much more eloquently than than I did, I'm sure. And we'll have to get him back to to explain that. But Chad's an a, a incredibly smart person and uh, really intelligent, and gave a great analogy. That was but this was this was during one of our difficult times. This might have been five, six, seven years ago when we were on the on on the brink, you know yeah. and, and Chad really was uh, very unselfish with his time and came in and talked to the team, and I really remember that and appreciate that. You always have good quotes like we're saying on Mondays. Mm-hmm. What's your source of most of them? Where do you get them from? I spend a lot of time uh, thinking about the motivation. You know, that's that's you know, guys. After nine years, you know, the, you got to make sure you keep it somewhat fresh yep. mm-hmm. and have the right messaging for guys, and and, uh, um, and so I use I lean on Jason Cummings a lot. Mm-hmm. It helps me. And Jason is so intelligent. You guys have listened to him. And, you know, he takes me on retreats, and I've gone to – I've listened to generals. I've listened to people that they can't even say their real name because they're that secretive in the in the military. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we've been all over, and honestly, he's one of the most talented guys I've ever listened to. He captivates me, mm-hmm. and uh, he really helps me because he's also here. You could bring in professional people, but they don't know our team. Right. He's here, he understands, he's at games, he's watching, he's observing. He gives me you know, some thoughts. This is what I saw, you know, you, you handled this really good. Maybe think about handling this maybe differently here. You know, all that stuff. He, he I mean, the guy taught leadership at West Point. He, he knows yeah, a few things pretty about pretty, Pretty good. Yeah. And so he really, and he's here and he works with me daily, works with our staff, he works with our team. And I, and I like leaning on him.
3: How many of the quotes come from just a few days at the Stoops column? What is the Stoops Column, and uh, give us the background on that. The Stoops Column, that's, oh, that's back in the day when we were all Hawkeyes. You know, my brother Bob, Mike,
4: and I all played at Iowa. And uh, there was a bar there, and our buddy owned it, and uh, it was called the uh, Sports Column. Okay. So, you know, by chance there was probably one of us in there every night, so it became the Stoops Column. <laughs> you know, Good food there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what would be your order there? Well, they had a, in the back, they had a, a basketball, a regular-size free-throw okay that the net fed it back to you yeah but, but it wasn't like a pop shot it, it was just a, a yeah a yeah and so you know yeah I, I was pretty good shoot the shots did you yeah. didn't
2: you use that yesterday didn't you have a little competition a re, I, had recently? A rec- I
4: had a recruiting dinner last night and, uh-huh. uh, thanks to lex live because it was perfect you know there was sunday night games on yeah. and and uh you know went down and had some good food and um and then uh I had to go in the over in that little room, you know, mm-hmm. and play some Educating, pop shot. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I took care. He of business. didn't know what was coming. So he owes
3: me a commitment. <laughs> no. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> took care of business last night. We got so. we got two, for, two more yeah. for you, right. along with the stoops column. Since I have finished playing, I've been lucky enough to come over for a drink. Mm-hmm. You normally treat me to the. I mean, it's probably spare change for you, but treat me to the nice bowl of pappy. Yeah. True Can or not me, true. true? True or not yeah. true? You get so annoyed when I decide to put some of this. Yeah, I'm going to hit you right over the head. I'm
4: going to hit you right. I'm going to bop you on the head. You can't come over my house and me offer you a nice uh, little pour of Pappy and you're going to put Coke in it. You know, people are going to beat you up over that, right? You're not, you're not in Australia anymore here. You know what I mean? I'm giving you, you're not getting Pappy if uh, you're going to put Coke in it. The first time
3: I did that, the look on your face, oh. I think it was like you'd seen a ghost. Oh, yeah. That's not going down again. You know what I <laughs> mean? Yeah. And yeah. the last one that we've got, you talked about group chats. And you hate them so we're glad that you just delete those because you probably don't even know this mm-hmm. so when when i was playing me miles tristan grant all the specialists always get together 1am 2am whenever it was where we felt it was necessary and we were hydrated enough to get the confidence to do it uh-huh. we would just add you into our group chat send you a little message and then delete it um and then remove that did you ever look at them or is that just something that you just don't even look at I really did. You're, you're lucky. I did, not, I did not. No, I did not. Hey, Coach, yeah. we loved you. Thank you so I much for being it. on. I appreciate, appreciate your time. Up. It's been
4: awesome. You guys will make a good living. I'm glad you're doing so well. I'm always here for you and appreciate being on. Thanks, party. guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: I don't know about you guys, but, I mean, obviously you, you all know him, but just being there watching you all get to do that Stoops interview, which you guys got him into his comfort zone, I would say, which is what was really cool. Um, just to see him that loose and that transparent is something we've never seen before, I don't think. I've seen it. Well, I mean, you've seen it. I mean, a time or two. Uh, I've seen it a couple times. A little bit. <laughs> but the fact that like he came on mid and did that was just really dope, and we really want to appreciate uh, Stoops.
3: No, awesome. Awesome to have him. Uh, love spending time with Coach Stoops. It's always great. And just to catch up with him in general, to be honest, was yeah. awesome. Uh, I hadn't seen him in a little while, obviously. He talked about during the interview how busy he is and how he gets spread thin, so just to see him and sit down with the great man for a little while was good. Um, and, uh, yeah, some, obviously some funny moments during the interview too. I could not believe he took us to go make a coffee <laughs> with him. Field
2: trip. The field trip
3: was a nice pit um, stop. He clearly and, had some of his own stuff planned, which was hilarious. And we're
0: going to have to put that probably like – so obviously the audio is not going to hear us. So if you want to see uh, Coach Stoops make his coffee, uh, head over to our Twitter at KSR. Uh, we may put it up on YouTube as well. Um, on the ksr youtube but that was just really cool and, and something on the on the the back end of this that n- no one really knows what was funny is when we were setting this up with coach dupes this has been weeks of the making we've been talking about it i was like well maybe we can get him on after the season or after something like that but we knew we had this stretch coming up of florida lsu georgia and max you texted him, and you're like hey coach would uh would love to get you on and he texts back full oh, he, confidence. He texts
3: me 20 times, but yeah, okay. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> but the, sincerely, he yeah. in full confidence texts back, and this is the most baller shit I've ever seen. He's just like, let me come on after we get this win or one of these wins yeah. or something like that. Like, that's so, that's so dope.
2: I liked when we showed up today. Unfortunately, we didn't get video of this. As we're walking down the hallway, we're headed into his office a little bit early trying to set things up. And we just hear from down the hallway, <laughs> look at these idiots. Look at the idiots.
0: Speaking of looking like idiots, you were still in the banana costume for the interview. Part of it. <laughs> I'm not going to commit so, to the whole thing. So for the people
3: listening, we <laughs> we had a minor uh, stuff up. Technical you'd, you'd difficulty. Today. Um, and we were going to film the whole interview. And we've got film of Coach Stoops, as you will see, with the little grabs that we put out. Because
0: I did my part. I just want to say that.
3: We had a few... Communication difficulties, let's say, and uh, me and Miles didn't, the film that was supposed to be on me and Miles didn't work, so we couldn't put the Phil film out, not that it would have been that great, to be honest anyway, yeah. but it just would have been nice to have a yeah. video, but we've got some grabs for you during the week from the stoop stuff, and like we said, if you want to see Coach Stoops talk us through making a coffee, which, by the way, you'll hear on the audio, Pelagic. you may not hear the whole thing, you'll just have to watch the video, but he 100% came up with that himself. Like that wasn't like us going, "Hey, Coach Soups, like take us, to make a coffee or something." He just had come in fully prepared and was ready to go. He was excited to show us the new coffee machine. No doubt. No I doubt. mean, I've never seen a man so excited.
2: Well, because we were obviously going to ask him just about his coffee in general, and as soon as you got the C O F yep. out, he was popped up ready. Yep. Yep. I'll just show you. I'll just show
3: <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it was good. It's awesome, and uh, and again, and we always say this: it's it's not just speech, and it's not just for the fans that when we say that. Um, he's genuinely just such a great guy with all the guys. Um, Treats everyone with so much respect, gives us so much time. I hope that's the way it came off in the interview. I know that's obviously – I get that from him every time I talk to him. But uh, hopefully for the people listening, um, you know that you've got a coach that all the players love. And he said they're not doing it for me, but I can guarantee you everyone on the team has some small part in them that's playing for Coach Stoops for sure.
0: No doubt. And I think that's one of the cool things about Coach Stoops as well is that translate to – that translates to the blue-collar fans who have lived through the long-suffering Kentucky football. Yep. Like it feels like Stoops, Stoops gets it; he feels like a bro, and he's one of us.
3: And tell me, tell me one other coach in the nation besides maybe Kiffin. Tell me one other coach in the nation that would have done that mid-season with the, with any past players? Probably none. Not for no. forty-five minutes no. or whatever it went for. No, there's no shot, and and I, I think that's great.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like I said, he's just he's just one of us, and. Uh, it's really cool that, like, he felt so – again, me being a diehard Kentucky football fan, I don't get to go in there like you all do. Like, the fact that he was, like, how, welcoming to, to all of us was, like, just so, so dumb.
3: How was the uh, walk through the facility? Because I don't think you – you may have done it. I don't know. Have you ever – how was the walk through the facility today and how was, like, being in the room with him and, and seeing some of the other coaches
0: and players and all that? Well, what's funny is is we saw Eddie ground on the steps, and we we were all like, what's up, coach? And he just looked at me and was like, I don't know who (laughs) you are. But, no, it was cool. So what's funny is the the first time I ever went to the locker room was when they were doing the facility tour in 2016, um, and that was actually the same day Kentucky got absolutely dog smacked by Florida in the swamp. Okay. And uh, Mitch Barnhart was there. We were, like, 0-2, and, and he was. it looked like it was going to be the end of the road for Stoops. And he was basically like, I, he's like, I promise we're going to get this turned around. Like, we like, it was just a big disappointment. And I go in this time, and it's super cool, obviously, you know, seeing Eli in, in the locker room <laughs> is cool. Uh, <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, it was, it was a pretty cool experience just for me personally, and I'm excited to go and, and do stuff like that again because I, I hope that we can have Stoops on again sometimes. So. No doubt.
2: Yeah, I think just to see two former players in there, Coach Stoops was obviously excited even to see a fan come by. It's always yep. good for him to interact with the fans, but now Coach Stoops, he really does appreciate the fans. When he did, when he says that stuff at the press conferences about the crowd and all that playing a big part and, and BBN with the whole Christo situation as well, um, he really means that stuff and the impact you all can have.
3: And the oh, only people that love the fans more than Coach Soup's is us, yep. right? Yeah. We absolutely love the fans. And, and the tailgating was awesome mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. For those of you that saw us, thank you for uh, screaming at us and saying, are you the guys that do Pin Deep? And just things like that. And who's your little brother? And no, that's Miles. He's, he's an <laughs> MI agent. Things like that. But um, no, it was awesome to do the tailgating. I had a lot of fun. I don't know about you guys. I had a lot of fun. We had some great moments. What was your favorite moment? Ooh, I, I would say I mean, there's an obvious one that you guys are gonna have to watch the the video. We got a video coming out on Wednesday. Um well I'm gonna hope for Wednesday. No, it's
0: gonna be Wednesday. We're good. We're Wednesday.
3: Wednesday. Um and there's a there's a man, there's an old man that uh does some unbelievable stuff with our microphone. Hey, he
2: was a bit hungry.
3: Uh but my favorite <laughs> moment for sure was just the the two uh lovely ladies that invited us to sit down with them and yep. and uh share a share a few Biscuits and, well, no, you guys don't call them biscuits here, but crackers and cheese and dip and
0: stuff like that and just have a nice conversation about life. It was (laughs) such a nice setup. It's like they were having, like, a nice little light lunch before going to the game. Like, everyone else is, like, pounding beers and chicken wings and just getting just toasted, and they're just, like, having a lovely little lunch. It was such a big mix-up from the
3: uh, guys trying to yell in our fake microphone to go to that.
2: And we finally found the gate. (laughs) gate. (laughs) Was that your favorite moment, Miles? (laughs) It had to be one of our favorites. Luckily, we were thought we were going to get coerced into doing karaoke. Cool. We were debating the song. Yeah. Luckily, I think they had – didn't they say the they had Ameri- like an American Idol contestant yeah. she there? She took it over so yes, you all didn't have luckily, to. Luckily, we didn't gate. embarrass ourselves there, but we did make it to the gate unbelievable chicken
0: wings at the gate by the
3: way no it was fun it was fun so yeah you guys are for those listening um, go on to uh, I believe KSR's YouTube page mm-hmm. um, and you'll be able to find that video it's very funny if we'll you, tweet we tweet out too if we filmed you at any stage I hope you made the cut for your sake um, and you guys will you'll love that We'll or it
0: some of you may hope you don't make the cut because <laughs> there was a few out there who were having a well, good time well
3: there was the one there was the guy um, the parking inspector uh, not inspector but the parking kind of yep. attendant yep. that <laughs> he- just did not want any no. part of it and then just decided to speak all over us the whole time. (laughs) I was like, at the time, I was going to say, make your mind up. Because he's literally like, no, 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 you
0: can't get me. You can't get me. Like, all right, no problems. And then he just kept butting in. Yep. (laughs) Well, I also had a, a good time, too, because you finally got to eat your buffalo chicken dip and like... Me and Miles are sitting there, like this, like looks like good buffalo chicken dip. We didn't get any of it, by the way. (laughs) And you're just eating it, and like the people who are giving it to you, like are so excited to see your reaction, and you look like you're about to vomit the
3: whole time. Yeah, no offense to those people, but I just, yeah, I just don't like it. It's just one of those tastes in my mouth that just makes me feel really sick. I almost threw up when the guy ate the microphone, our fake microphone, because that (laughs) to me, I could feel that taste in my mouth and just squashed. You've had it before peel and oh, i could just uh anyway um did not enjoy that but no uh it was uh, you know what i I thought was
0: kind of cool though is like the first person we saw was like butler wayne scott and then he was like he didn't know who you were and then (laughs) we go and we end up running into the levis family and they were talking to you two and they were like oh so it's two former players and then they're like and you. <laughs> was like, yeah, pretty much.
3: No, no. Oh, it, was, it was a good Saturday. It was really good fun. It was really good fun to go out there and uh, interact with the fans. And hopefully we'll get another chance to do that at some stage this year. Um, but we will. will but we were more doing what we wanted to do, to be honest.
0: Yeah. But at some stage, the covers, you've got to do what you have to the do. the covers, the covers. This the is the covers, our favorite though. segment. Boys do what they want to do. Men do have to do. And why is that, Max? You can't just hit this snooze
3: on the alarm, pull the covers up. Cannot do it. Tell mum to bring in your coffee. You can't do it. You've got to get up out of bed, throw those covers off, roll out, put the shoes on, and uh, get into it. Coach
2: Stoops doesn't make his mom bring his coffee. Uh, He heads into the office, punches the clock, and makes his own
3: coffee. Hey, he commented about today. He said he's never been a man to just pull up those covers. He's straight out. So, some nominations for this week. You want me to go first?
2: Go ahead. <laughs> I think this is a contested week.
3: I mean, this is—it's tough to ever beat this man because he's made the <laughs> nominations again. But this is an unbelievable story, and I wish we had found this out before we interviewed him. So, apologies to the listeners that we didn't. But a fantastic story that I heard today. So, I've been going, and he's probably going to ban me from now on if he hears this. So, um,
0: please don't ruin this for us. Yeah,
3: I, I just—I just got from a source. Um, but I do spend a lot of time around the Kentucky football team and the locker room. Uh, so they went to play the game on the weekend and the so Coach Stoops always has his coffee that he has uh, before the game. He gets onto the bus and they give him a coffee and he kind of walks down, catwalk with his coffee, gets himself going, a bit of caffeine, you know, trying to really heighten the mood for himself. And uh, the coaches all have a little texting group in there and one of the coaches said, "Hey, remember, well,
2: let's explain the text group."
3: So the text group is basically to look after, like it's none, none of the big dogs are in the text group. It's all the little minions that are in there, and all the little minions kind of text each other and. So they, like No they, coordinators. No coordinators, no, no Stoops, n- definitely not Coach not Stoops. Stoops uh-huh. And they kind of just go, hey, remember, this needs to be sorted out for Coach White. this needs to be sorted out for Coach Cohen, this needs to be sorted out for Coach Stoops, whoever it is. Okay. And all the minions kind of just have their little group that they can text back and forth to make sure things are organized. Well, one of the things that's supposed to be organized each week because he's doing meetings, et cetera, is Coach Stoops' warm, hot coffee from Starbucks, which is just down the road from the hotel. And this week, the man that normally sorts that out was busy doing some recruiting stuff. So they only realized at the last minute, oh my, who's gonna get his coffee? (laughs) Someone texted into the group and said, uh, has anyone gotten Coach Stoops' coffee? Remember such and such isn't here this week. To which someone said, nope, another person said, nope, another person said, nope, another person said, nope. And one of the people that was in charge of it took it upon himself to sprint (laughs) out of a meeting down the road to the Starbucks because the buses were about to get loaded to take off. So he took off, apparently, broke the land speed record to get to Starbucks. Got Stoopsy's coffee, but didn't make it in time back for when the bus was supposed to leave. So you'd think the buses would just take off. Uh uh-uh. uh. The big dog said, "We ain't leaving until I get my coffee. <laughs> I'll wait as long as I have to." Buses left three minutes late because they had to wait for Mark Stoops to get his warm coffee.
2: I'd pay to see that <laughs> film in the Starbucks because you know he showed up and was like, he was "Everyone, yeah, get, out of, get out. out of the way! Out of the yeah. way! I'm cutting to the front like he had a fast pass at Disney World or something, yeah, yeah. as if he was getting it for the president. Like yeah. this is for a very special yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. Do not mess with this coffee. The Stoops special. The Stoops, the Stoops special. <laughs> the pronto! <laughs> pronto! Imagine they messed the order up.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. See, what I would want to know is how. F- what, how how far away the Starbucks was. Like imagine that he has to leave this meeting <laughs> and sprints like full on two miles to I go know get where this it's coffee.
2: At. It's just far enough where he'd break a sweat. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, far enough. Yeah.
3: He would have been breathing heavy too. Yeah. So I just think that's a man doing what he has to do, yep. Coach Stoops just saying, uh uh-uh, uh we ain't leaving until I get the coffee. Miles, you got one?
2: <laughs> Real quick before you leave that, because <laughs> I, I
3: like games like this. Yeah. How long would he have waited? Uh I say At what
2: point do you just leave him and get one at the game?
3: I think, I think he would have left after about, i say the five-minute mark would have been it because he is a structured man. He would have liked to stay on schedule. But as per usual, good luck to the referee with the first P.I. call if he didn't have his coffee in his yep. hand. And good luck to the staff member who took off down the road and didn't come back in time. You've got an absolute earful.
0: Well, my thing that I don't understand too is like if he's going, if like if this is, bef- is this a road game? Like this was this week. is So home. like he showed us the coffee maker. It's literally in. in the no,
3: no. So you, we're coming. So we're coming from the hotel to the stadium.
0: Right, but like the stadium is literally right. Like he could take. He three doesn't, have, to time to do yeah, he doesn't no, have time to do that. You saw how long it took today. Fair enough. Fair it's enough. He
3: didn't even have time to get his own milk today. Fair, that's, true. Um, that's true. Miles, Stone Cold. Stone Cold Willow. Stone
2: Cold Willow. For those that are listening that don't know, there is. By a the man. way,
3: just to cut you off really, really fast, I think this is hilarious. That we always say, and I'm a big proponent of it too. If we always say, for those listening, as if people are hearing us that aren't listening.
2: <laughs> I try to say for
0: those that don't know. For those, who I are know. Familiar. Yeah, you but do yeah. a good
3: job. I always say for those of us, for those of you that are listening, as if like there's someone somehow they're hearing us without listening.
0: Must be a weird Australian thing. Sorry, continue.
2: Stone Cold Willow, he is a UK legend, is how he I is. would describe don't forget him. forget his yeah. dance movie.: He's got some dance moves that he does. Yeah. Uh, we used to go out and we'd see him
1: yeah.
2: um, at some local establishments, and he would do a little party trick. Yeah. He'd balance cups on his head yeah. and walk around the bar. <laughs> um, I don't know how old he is. He may be a listener.
3: He might could how be. a Stone If you're listening,
2: um, saw him in the student section, I think uh-huh. Saturday night. Which how he's
0: he's in always the st- in the student section. Yeah, but how? Uh, He's not. Is he 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 still a student? He 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 just gets his. He's a man. He does what he has to do. Just a fifth year.
2: I think he had the WWE belt, didn't he? Yeah. And there's just a golden picture of him at the end, holding up the belt as if he had just won. In the the middle
3: of the, the middle (laughs) of the like. Field rush, yep. he's in the middle with the belt.
0: <laughs> like they're they're zooming out of the field to see like everyone else and still the focus is Stone Cold Stone with the WWE belt. The I love Stone Cold. I okay. just want to say though, we you just kinda got on Stone Cold for like how is he still in the student section? How old is he? When like we have like Max in here and he literally was on campus just last year. I was a student though, to be fair. <laughs> student. Um what's like we are, you, are you older than Stone Cold? <sighs> We don't know how. We don't stone know how cold old Stone Cold is. Yes. He could be
3: like 500, and we wouldn't have a clue. He might be like a Benjamin Button type. We wouldn't have Stone a clue.
0: Cold. Please write into. The um,
3: we had a plan for a long time, as friends, that Stone Cold's been carrying around that WWE belt for a long time, as if he's the World Heavyweight Champ. We wanted to jump in one night when he walks in the bar, get someone in a full referee outfit, pin him <laughs> down for three seconds, get him to tap out, and pin just take the pin belt. Him deep. Pin pin him deep, Deep, take the belt. Pin so pin that would have been deep. hilarious. Um, you've got one
0: for us. Yeah, uh, man of the week, kind of a basic one, but Waka Flocka, man. Yeah, Like the fact that he shows up wearing a Kentucky jersey goes all in. It wasn't like a quick appearance, too, where he's like, oh, I'm a flock, I'm here, then leaves. He stayed the whole time, yep. rushed the field, yep. was in the locker room with Stoops after the game, yeah. busting a move. Uh, he yeah. might have been out at some of the establishments here in Lexington, who knows. Yeah. Um, just absolute doing what he has to do, coming in, Got us the w repping toe. the Cats. Yep. Here's my question, though. Had Kentucky lost the game, would we have had to retire Grove Street then?
2: He would have never been invited back. Correct. I don't think you retired Grove
0: Street yet. But, well, well, duh, because they won. But, like, had they
2: well, lost? Well, I mean, had you lost, that's a tricky thing. But, yeah, he would have not been invited back. Do you think that's going to become – you can't use it, just like Stoops with the whiteboard, the mm-hmm. big rah-rah, you can't use it every week. When will they bring him back again next?
0: Because they will, if he wants to come back. Yeah, you know, I think – I'll, I want to say he's actually a Georgia fan, on the world. Is he? I mean, he's from there. So
3: another interesting part of that is our beautiful equipment manager, the head of equipment, uh, wanted to give him a number that none of the players that play wear, and he so he gave him ninety four uh-huh. and was like, "This will do. This is a good number. No one wears that. Then you're kind of not taking away from the people on the field." <laughs> the punter Colin Goodfellow wears ninety four. Starting punter yeah. Colin so Goodfellow. <laughs> yeah, just did, did not know that Colin walk a no of fame. Big Colin, big Goodfield Colin, Goodfellow fellow fan. Yeah, apparently, yeah, just absolutely it loves him.
0: Well, what was cool too is like he was actually like interacting with the fans. Like he was in the middle of yeah. the of the rushed field, and like it was just really cool to see him out there. Especially after we've used his, used song, his for song for what seven years, and honestly, shout out to KY Engineering for you know doing that, and hooking that up because very cool, oh, yeah, absolute cool. man.
3: But I can uh, that's that's really our three nominations. But I can give you a nomination for Boy of the Week. Oof, Lance Butler. Oh no. Your oh. brother, Mars. Dude, not again.
0: Sorry.
2: Well, hold on. I thought we hold put this to on. bed. Well, here's the deal. For those of you that know about the Great Wall of China, <laughs> pyramids of Egypt, yep. <laughs> there's some great – we put a man on the moon. Yeah, we did. There's <laughs> been some great human accomplishments. Polio vaccine. Yep. Not the only vaccine. There's are several, but yeah. Mount, um, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore mm. is a pretty impressive structure the that pyramids, was man-made. Yep. Pyramids, pyramids yep. would be probably top of my list. But yep. – Compass, not bad. We think – Fire as well. Yep. We think Tesla. we are up. We may not top the list. The weird
3: boneless wings.
2: <laughs> I think we're in the list though. Now, like we could get chucked in with that whole group. Ten dollar
3: nights on a Thursday at Two Keys. <laughs> at home, coffee frothers. Number one China buffet.
2: We have gotten Clark Co- Family <laughs> <laughs> Farms beef. Coach <laughs> Coach Stoops today actually gave Golden
0: us a whisper. Countrywide <laughs> <laughs> gave
2: us a whisper after the interview about uh, helping him recruit. Yep. He was so impressed by our recent efforts. For those listening, Lance Butler has finally listened to Penned Deep. Oh,
3: no, I'm not clapping Round that. of applause. No, I'm Lance, that. I'm, I'm a
2: fan of you. That. I'm your brother. Thing, I appreciate you finally giving us a listen. The
3: funniest part about all of this is that he's not going to listen to this episode and even know that we've <laughs> shouted him out. So the, here's, the, here's the deal, listeners, and I won't say to those listening. So to, here's the deal, listeners. So we obviously, going back, we said Lance Butler doesn't listen to the show, which is Miles Butler's brother doesn't like it, not funny, not interested, not my type of show, don't worry about it. You guys, no one's going to listen. So we threw out the challenge that if he would ever listen to the show and tell us that he listened and heard the part that we bring him up, we will do some sort of punishment. We asked everyone not to please pass that information on. We threw an extra one on it last week because I moved out of his house on the Monday and we said how long will it take for him to find out that I'd even moved out of his house, which it took him till Friday.
2: Thursday took, night.
3: So, here's my, here's my gripe, and this is going to be directed at you. Go ahead. So, Lance, um, Miles does the right thing by this podcast and drives down here most Thursdays, which is so inconvenient for him, but mm. we love Miles for doing that. Shout out Doing what he has to do. Huge drive. Being a man. Yep. Drives all the way down uh, up from Nashville, um, but he'd been back and forth so much that on Thursday, my reading between the lines is, Lance ha- didn't know I'd moved out yet because – my door was closed and he's just oblivious to anyone in the world besides himself. <laughs> um, it's Lance's world and we're just living in it.
2: I'm um, glad to be in it.
3: But uh, Miles would have been very, very tired and I think he summed up in his head, if I'm going to continue to go on with this joke, I'm going to have to sleep on the couch. I would rather a bed. Mm. So I'm just going to blow this joke out of the water and just say, uh-uh, for the sake, I'm not even, I don't care about the show. I don't care about anyone. I just care <sighs> about myself. I'm going into Max's room so I can get a good night's sleep. And I'm not giving up that for the sake of the show. True or not true?
2: One, it's not true. Mm. <laughs> he called me about it before I arrived. Sus- Two, Suspect. there is a boy that is discussing it, but it's not Lance. I just think that you're not in the mood to do the punishment. Now that Lance has actually caught us, mm. you promised that we would wear the shirt with him. And now you're not wanting to hold up your I'll end of the
3: you deal. What, i tell you what, I will do it. I will do it. I It's I'm, debate
2: between boys.
3: I will 100% do it. If he mentions again that we mentioned him this show,
2: because he won't, won't.
3: he won't listen again. There's no way in the world he'll listen again. He, someone's told him he's getting the inside word from someone. Can we do
2: a side bet? Because I bet he does listen.
0: I bet he does too. Now I bet he does. Like the fact that the fact that you've came out and said this. Like if we did this off, off the of the show, like I would probably be siding with you that he wouldn't. But like now that it's out there, like. Someone's going to tell him again? I'm Team yeah.
2: Lance right now. He is going to listen again. And I won't say a word to him. Swear he on your listen. parents' life you won't tell him. Whoa. I
0: won't say a, Well, I'll Whoa. have to speak to him.
3: No, you won't tell him that he has to listen. Won't say a word to him. No, no. Not a word. No foul play.
2: If he mentions it, though.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We'll, we'll put a sizable
0: fee.
2: No, I don't want money on it. I oh, want something won't. embarrassing. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Because I can't
2: wait to see you do it. Eat your crow. Well, well, well here's the thing, though. Like,
0: at what at what stage do we we cut off the bet? Because if this is a an everlasting bet, and like Lance, when he's like eight, eighty years old when his rocking chair, Max will be and and gone, gone like by then. Don't worry. That's that's a long <laughs> ways down yeah, the road. True.
2: I say before we put the next one before LSU. If he says before game time, yeah. I listened. Yeah, I think that's a bet.
0: Just the words. I
3: listened. I'll give you, there's a small chance he listens just because he wants to hear us give him the shout out that he did listen. Because that's typical Lance again. It's all about me. I just want to hear about mine. He'll fast forward to the bit where he knows he's maybe getting talked about. Um, Which, by the way, did we talk about last week when he said that he was the smartest man in the world? He did not say that.
2: He did not. Well, okay, close. 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 So he had a good quote. He had did a funny we, quote. Did we talk
0: about that last week? I don't think Can we, we give did. a quick Lance Butler story? We, we talked about it after the game, before he got back, because he didn't pick us up after the game. So, a quick
3: Lance Butler story for everyone, which hopefully you're starting to like our Lance Butler stories. We love Lance Lance said to me and Miles last week, he got home from class, and he said, really humbling experience for me today in class. Um, there was a guy, we were doing some hard equations, and there was a guy in my class that seemed to be picking up the equations quicker than me, and he actually helped me out on one of them. It's really really humbling to know that there might be someone smarter than me here. <laughs> he doesn't have a degree. He's not he doesn't have he got a 36 on the ACT so That's he think that means he's perfect in just in life and in general. Uh, may maybe someone smarter than me in the world just cuz someone helped him on one math. And it, m- let's just put a little one out there as well as Lance's str- strong strong V, strong key, strong
0: key, strong what is it? Strong suit. Oh, so, su- now, so now we're just going to – Strong
2: suit. He wears – he dresses well. His strong suit so is not sarcasm. So we're just going to dunk on
0: me for saying curmudgeon, but, like, we're
3: just not going to – Correct. Fee, wow. fee. Um, His strong suit's not sarcasm. So he's not the kind of guy that where he's joking. He genuinely meant that. Do you think so, Miles? I don't know.
2: I think he – the thing <laughs> is, is for Lance in math, he's one of the smartest mathematicians, magicians I've ever seen. Listen, but I'm not gonna. It was humbling. For I'm him.
0: never gonna dunk on Lance because I've been in that same room before, and he says some things. Sometimes where I'm like, okay, that's pretty smart. But then he says some things sometimes, and I'm like, that was interesting. Kind of off the wall.
2: This is the things I'll take away from Lance for those. But it's out one of those there.
0: things where it's so like off the wall. It's like you kind of got to be smart to even think about. it. I that. know
2: he says some some funny things. Whether or not he means for him to be funny, I don't know. He cooks one of the best pots of gumbo I've ever had, and three. And I think you would all agree with this. The best smile I've ever seen, and loves, I truly mean smile. that.
0: Loves smile. <laughs> the smile. The smile of the wink. He truly
2: means the smile more than anyone in the world. Yeah. Um, if we actually do have to end up making a shirt of him, I've already discussed it with him now that he's listened, I think a smiling picture, which or that would obviously go um, internationally viral if, if that shirt made the market, <laughs> but Lance's smile is truly
0: something to behold. I don't want Lance to look at you all and be like, I listened. I would want him to say something. He would never say. Oh, there's a lot of things, but let's not get into that. Nah, that's too, too risky. I mean, it doesn't have to be like off the wall. Just Like, like, a, like, a, what, just, what, like a word? Like
3: my gumbo is bad.
0: No, like a take oh. he would never I'm come up
3: smart. with. Oh, you know I'm not smart. I am not perfect.
0: Or how about he would say, what if he just finally admits that his no, Mexican I'll, I'll and his Chinese no, no, are no.
3: the same? I'll, I'll, that could be, I'll give you one. If he says to me and Miles, Max and Miles, I value your opinion. Because that, that is something that's never that's come good. out of his mouth. That would ever. be good. That's I good, value funny. your opinion. Is all
0: I would like to hear from him. That
3: means he's listened. Yeah, yeah.
0: And the he side has to say, is I value still your on. opinion. Yeah. Um, but what's going to be what's going to be funny is if like for some reason he asked you all for dating advice and he's just like, look, guys, like I'm being serious. Like, doesn't. I, I, I know, but like if he ever like turned that no, leaf, not, not hilarious. He, he doesn't value our opinion. He probably
2: shouldn't ask either of us about that to begin with. Probably not the best
3: start. Yep, true. But I've had enough of him. But speaking of things that start with L, LSU. Love you, Lance. uh, What a segue. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're hanging up on you with Lance.
3: Can we
0: have some? It's
2: two to one.
0: (sighs) LSU. <laughs> All right. Lance State University. Can we
3: uh can we have some quick predictions? Obviously we're gonna have the Saturday show. Um yeah, so thanks to everyone that listened to the Saturday show, that was awesome. Thank you for texting in to Matt. Yep. Thank you for call the one caller. Um that we was actually awesome. rented her at the tailgate. ran into her at the tailgate, that was really cool. So um thank you. We're not asking you to do that again this week. That was just a one off, so that was awesome. But yeah, if you guys get out of the shower on a Saturday morning and wanna Chuck us on or on the drive to the game. That was awesome. So we're going to do that again this Saturday. Hopefully keep a bit of momentum going. But we do Hold still on. give the Monday show predictions.
0: We do. And before we get – I still want to talk about Saturday a little bit, by the way. Yeah. Uh, my DMs flooded with uh, post-shower pictures just <laughs> was ruined. But Did it, you look
2: at them yeah. all? No.
0: There was a few. I looked at the profile picture and said, nope, not, yeah. not going down that rabbit hole. Um, yeah. I, I received
3: one um, – from about five of the players on the team, and mm-hmm. that wasn't good either. Yeah.
0: Well, I also kind of got – I guess that was my punishment for sitting there thinking I knew more than everyone and just, like, being just <laughs> absolutely wrong. <laughs> Correct. So, apologies for that. Um, but, L- yeah, LSU. LSU, real quick. I'm excited. I'm excited
2: yeah. to meet some Cajuns. We'll start there.
0: Yep, raging Cajuns. It seems to be
2: – we were talking to Matt Jones the other day. He said that LSU travels extremely well. So hopefully there's a few LSU fans. I wouldn't mind a good little banter with some of them, see if we can not crack educated. some jokes and maybe eat some food with them. If they have some gumbo, jambalaya, anything like that, I might take a bite or two, see how it compares to Lance's.
0: I'm just ready for the next headline that says, former Kentucky punter says LSU fans are not educated. They're not. I know a few, and they're not.
3: <laughs> and They're really bad. So um, I'm going to say LSU is a really, really close game. Um, I think – one the point Vegas. Like is. Oh, we're out to three it's now. To three. Out to three, Already? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Vegas, obviously predicting close game. I'm predicting a close game. We may do. Imagine if we could do it. I'm predicting two weeks in a row, real close game. We get the solid win again, and this time it is the field, the late field goal. The late. Field I'm going to say 2023.
2: 20, okay. Another thing, by the way, it's just it's a pet peeve. I hate when you do the small score first. Yeah. And you do it all the time. I'm sure you do it back home. If it, if you put whoever won first.
3: LSU, Kentucky, twenty
2: twenty three. Okay, Arkansas, Georgia this week. And what was the final
3: score? Arkansas was the smaller one, 0, 34. Nice. 30, so you
2: say 30-whatever. But zero. you said Arkansas, Georgia. But you say whoever won first.
3: Not if I said LSU
0: versus Kentucky. You Because I say LSU. Hold smaller. on, hold on. Let, let's try this. Okay. So, because I'm trying to think about it. Because what you do is like, so Florida played against Kentucky this week. Florida's on the road. Even when you talk about the teams, you're like, Florida first, Kentucky first. That's one thing you always do. But in American or the, the English language, you – Well, he speaks English. Well, I know that. But it's like <laughs> the, on the proper riding style, and I am no expert at Which that. Which is that not that is the evident. way
3: Americans do it, but okay. It's, it's – Color is C-O-L-O-U-R. Uh, not who here. Cares? But, correct. Can, okay, keep going. But,
0: but it's like you put the
3: winning number first no matter what. And then
2: you say who won after. It's like Kentucky this weekend.
3: Twenty-three twenty, you're saying. So yeah. I'd have to say Kentucky yeah. twenty-three twenty.
2: Or you say it after, say the team after.
0: Say so I'll go twenty-three twenty Kentucky. There you go. See okay. how good
2: that flows? Yeah, flows really well.
3: Should we practice? Can I
0: stick with twenty twenty-three? Well, you it's can like when s- you s- could keep the score <laughs> but, Just say it properly. S- but when you say twenty twenty-three Kentucky, people will be like, "But it just feels weird saying that." Like we can poll it during the week.
2: You will lose this poll.
0: Yep, that will be the Big first
2: one time. I've lost.
3: I'm happy with that. I'll be. I'll be. That's well, uh, because you take the easy road out. I'll and be, take stoops I'll for be, all your man of the week. I'll be one and four. One four. One loss, four wins.
0: That's so wrong. Like on so many <laughs> levels. <laughs> that is so it's wrong so many levels. Like I'm. Yeah. It's, oof.
2: I'd rather eat a banana
3: with a peel on it than do that.
0: <sighs> what you got? Come
3: on, give us a score there.
2: I'm gonna go low scoring. Yeah. Again, I think the offense is, is figuring some things out, but the defense is still lights out.
3: I'm, I'm just looking up the over-under real quick. Uh,
2: doesn't matter. It's not going to influence my prediction. I'm going to go – I think you're about right, though. Would you say 20-23? 23-20. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, uh, I'll go 27. I actually think we roll them. I think LSU is just n- – Over-under is th- 52. Okay. They're like talented, that. but I don't think that they're playing together very well. Stingley may be out. I did think, I see that?
0: I think he's – so corner? This is not scoop. There's okay. not confirmation. I think he's done. I think this is a he's hurt, wink, wink. Oh, okay. But he's just done yeah. for the year. He's going to – That's
2: big for us yeah. in the passing game. I'm going to go 27-14 cats. Nice. Love so, that.
0: Well, so the last time I did a score prediction, um, I made myself look like a fool.
2: Can you remind us exactly what was said again? Or just – you can even paraphrase
0: it. Well, okay. Can I just say that I was – it was late Friday night. I had just gotten back from the beach. It was a long car ride. I was jacked up, ready for the game. So I just was feeling very aggressive and basically said that if you think it's low scoring, Sunstruck. you're you're basically an idiot. And of course, naturally, yeah. the game was twenty to thirteen. The yeah. under hit by like a solid twenty yeah. points. Yeah, I think the freezing cold takes Twitter account yeah. posted that <laughs> quote from you. Take me over. Um, yeah. So. First time LSU's come up here since 2007. It's going to be another special atmosphere. Keelan's going. I think there's going to be a lot of memories coming back from that 2007 game. Uh, chrome helmets, probably black uniforms. <clears throat> another special atmosphere. Sellout. Another sellout. sellout. Another sellout. Already sellout. sold out, which is good. Yeah, and it's going to be great just being in Lexington again for the 730 game. Um, Forecast looks really good right now as
2: well, by the way. Love it. I'm knocking on wood when I say that, but yep. it looks good.
0: So, I just really don't know. I, I don't think I've got far enough into the week to make a prediction. at no prediction? Give the prediction. I'm getting there. i got to think about it, okay? I haven't thought about oh, it. Oh, so far. you didn't know we were it's, about to do a
3: show about football, no, no, so you I didn't did. even think no, about your LSU on, prediction. No, Pause,
0: pause. I was focused about stoops all week long. I was like, I don't want to not press record on the camera. Made mm-hmm. sure I'll tell you I got what, I'll give you,
3: I'll give you 10 seconds while I say my next thing. You've got 10. MVP? Because No, because this is the biggest scoop you'll ever get. Well, I thought
0: we were doing predictions on Saturday.
3: This is the biggest scoop you'll ever get. And this I predicted this once in the past, and I'm about to predict it again. I can't remember who it was, but I rem- you'll remind me in a second. It's not only that we win. I would take the parlay of LSU losers into Coach O getting fired. Yep. That's wow. actually really good. Yeah, that's my parlay for the week. Can't lose parlay. Co- uh, LSU losers, Coach has gone.
2: Okay. I would agree with that, except I think you're jumping the gun. Who did we take that time?
3: You hey, keep going.
2: I know exactly what you're thinking about too. Oh, that's gonna piss me off. Um, <laughs> I think he
0: does at the end of the year, not post game. See, I don't think it's end of the year because they've got a string of like, and Nick Roush told me this: five straight ranked teams. It's like Kentucky first, and I think that spirals into like it's a gauntlet. Maybe Auburn. No, they already just played Auburn. Yeah, so they've, well, oh, so they were, so they the they've only
2: won, what are they, three and two?
0: Oh, they lost to UCLA week one. They lost to Auburn. Auburn. But I think they beat – Barely beat Mississippi State. Right, and
2: misses, then so. they beat two non-conference, I think. Yeah. yeah. But they, if they lose Pretty to nice. us, three and three. but And then you've got like still Bama, Arkansas looks good, A&M could beat them, Ole, yeah. Ole Miss can beat them, Florida could beat them. Yeah. They they're, could easily miss a ball. trouble.
0: Yeah, and, and Coach O just – you know, everyone's like, "Oh, you had the 2019 national championship team." It's well, wearing no. off. Yeah. I mean, it's Gene, wearing off in a hurry. They got short memories. As memories as like f- fishers LSU. Yeah, I mean, Gene Chizik got fired after Auburn won like in yeah. two years. But uh, anyways, score prediction. I'm gonna go. Gene Chiswick, brother of Gene Simmons. Keep going. I felt very ran. Is it, that's like that's that, that's not how it works. Like just because <laughs> I know that you want to put everything first, but like just because they have the same first name doesn't mean that they're brothers. Come on, sore prediction. It's not that hard. <laughs> uh, just stalling. Um, so, I think Kentucky wins. I don't think they roll them like Miles says. Um, I think they probably walk out of there. Offense needs to get going. I think LSU secondary is weak. I'm going to go 27-17. Oh, so
3: he just changed your score just a tiny bit. Anyway. That's fine. Well, I fine. Can't, I'm not going to lie. Great, well,
0: I stalled so much I forgot what his gonna score was. It's going to be a was. good
3: week. going to be a good week. Follow our Twitter, Me please. Too. Comment away on everything we post. Retweet this one that we're about to pin. Just just do all of the above. Comment, comment, comment
0: away. Yep, we've got a big week coming up, a lot of content. We've obviously got this episode. Uh, we've got some stoop stuff coming out. We've got our tailgate video coming out. We're going to be back in here Saturday. Um, and we're just doing it for you all. We love the Cats. We love doing this for the Pinheads. And, uh, again, we're just absolutely blown away by the sport. It's been, been great. Been Thanks. Absolutely great. Thanks. Go we're ready, we ready to get out of here? Yep. Let's do it. All right. Well, that was easy enough. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. No Cats.
1: Thanks.
0: in a <laughs>
1: Trail of I met a strange lady, she made me nervous. She took me in and gave me breakfast. And she said, you come from a London under
4: With Lucky Lancelots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here
3: today to has anyone seen the bride and groom?